truck. You can really go from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. So at the seventh, unless you just don't have anything to celebrate. Or unless you're looking at the wrong thing. Can the TV tell you there's nothing to celebrate? The economy, the news, your government. That's right. But you've been the city. That's all that's wrong is you have been the city. Yeah. I wrote this down on Facebook today. Feel sorry for other people, but never feel sorry for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Most people's biggest problem is they keep on reaping. Yeah. Write that down. You're right. Most people's biggest problem is they keep on reaping. Yeah. That's it. Because you reap what? Now, now nobody else's issue. It's yours. So really, if you don't never learn how to begin, yeah. you're never going to get to your desired end. Right there. I'm say this, but just see how many chances in life people who really have in here today. Thursday, this past Thursday. And we did 16-hour days for four four and a half months. And uh, Thursday, we wrote a check and paid cash. Because really, we think it's all God. Yeah. 
but it's not. Are you faithful yeah. over the little things? Because the faithful over the little shall be ruler over. Yeah. Welcome to our
longest thing out. Lord, because yeah. Jesus said he would have fit me. Yeah. You ever read that? Yeah. He said, I would have fit me. Yeah. I mean, no, heaven rejoicing, shouting, coming in right into 2022. Yeah. See, my 2022, I can't compromise it for anybody else. <laughs> See, I got to put my praise at day one. Day two, day three, because my year is not dependent on you, it's dependent on me. Yeah. 
You are the church. So we expect your best today. People say, well, they're volunteers, Pastor. You shouldn't expect anything. Oh, no. Jesus expects everything. Everything. Praise God. So before we let Joe, I'm going to go ahead and rejoice in advance when Joe comes. One more time. Give it up for
Well, they give me a job in the kitchen, and I was supposed to go in there the next day for the first time. And what I was told is that this had to go. And I cried over that. But I shaved it anyway. But early in the morning, I was shaving. But well, let me back up. I got some. I prayed a prayer that night before I went to bed. I said, Lord, I know I'm here for a reason. I know there's somebody here who want me to help. So please show me who this is so I can fulfill your purposes of why I'm in here. So that next morning I was shaving, and as I was shaving, I saw my reflection in the mirror, and a voice spoke to me and said, Here you are. You're the one here to get help. And man, I think the Holy Ghost hit me. Now I started praising the Lord. I ran out to myself, grabbed all my books that I collected, and went out and threw them on the day table. And young kid said, what you doing, man? You going home? I said, no. He said, why didn't you read all your books? I picked up the Bible and I said, good. I only got 12 months in this place and I'm going to need a lot more to get back when I lost. I said, it was book. I got I did. I got into the Word of God and He just started flooding my back into me. And uh, one night, I'm laying down come across this scripture right here. And it's Ezekiel 3, 3. And he said unto me, Son of man, call thy belly to eat, and fill thy bowels with this scroll that I gave thee. And I did eat it. And it was in my mouth sweet I hooked up with the pastor there to jail, and then I just started taking, taking that place. Yeah. And I came across this young man. Yeah. And see, I never heard y'all. I probably never would have had this young man. I'm in bed one night, and I wake up. And well, first of all, I was told uh, from my cellmates that I wasn't supposed to be reading the Bible up in, in their house. And, and, yeah, you told me. You think I listen? No. So I started paying the price and not listening. At nighttime, these two fellows would get up and tear up all the daily devotions and jerk the three by and tear them up, throw them up, toss them at me in the night while I was sleeping. I woke up first morning and I was covered with trash. So I didn't say anything about it. it. Went on for a few more weeks, and finally one night, this young guy comes up and he says, "I gotta ask you a question. Can I ask you a question?" I said, "Sure, you can." He said, "I'm gonna ask you. How come you don't never turn us in for doing that?" I said, "Brother, you're just doing the best thing for me I could ever expect. You're covering me for the word." <laughs> much longer when I was reading my Bible in the night during a commissary night he walked up to me and said, can I ask you a question? They asked me a question. I gave him an answer and he said, man, I ain't know what I said. I said, what are you doing, man? Right up in there. So he sat down and came back and asked me, he come back and said, can, we, can I ask another question? He said, yes. I said, yes. So I answered that question. He said, 
goes, man, you've been skinny. Sound like my grandma. Yeah. I said, what? He says, you got to meet my grandma. That's his grandma right there. <laughs> you got to meet my grandma. Did you didn't meet my grandma, so I, I got a, well, no, I met her on the phone, on the, on, the, on the visitation phone. And every night she talked to him, he said, Pop, Pop, Grandma's on the phone, get on over here. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And he asked me if I'd have Bible study with him, so I did. And we started studying the scripture together. And pretty much from the rest of the time in there, we were pretty much. Uh, inseparable. Yeah. And then when I got out, he kept saying, Man, you need to go to my grandma's church. You need to check it out. And I and I come around a couple of times and I seen some pretty strange stuff. <laughs> 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 it took me a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
who you will serve. You get today. I wrote on the, I wrote on Facebook also this morning that today, what you do this morning and what you do today could affect your entire 2022. Yeah. So many people, they choose to stay away from the Word. They choose to stay out of the things of God. They choose, and then they make their choices, and then they look back, and then they wonder, what's, the, what's, the, what's going on with my life? What's happening? And that's what the Lord told me. Many people are just, their biggest problem is they keep reaping what they're sowing to. You can't sow to your flesh all the time and think you're going to have an abundant, awesome, amazing, joy-filled life. Right. Quit fooling yourself and quit playing that little game. Amen. It's time to get serious with Jesus. And we're going to need people serious in this church. And uh, again, the word is going to be straightforward. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be hard to understand. It's going to be straightforward. But the Lord's called us. He's blessed us. And to whom much is given, much is required. Amen. And I really, the reason I can't sleep and can't just, I mean, I, and the reason I just toss and turn, I say. Just is more out of an excitement. God has answered all of our prayers. Don't get one, baby, baby, baby. Don't get one, Just need one. I don't know if I'm about it. I just need a drink. Amen. Woke up with a little tingle in my throat, but I will preach it sometime. Amen, brother. But the Lord has answered all of our prayers. He said he's done everything we've asked him to do. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. For us, so excuse me if I get happy. Come on. You know, don't excuse me, actually. It really don't matter to me. <laughs> Everything that we have been preaching and teaching for 10 to 11 years in Knoxville, Florida, yeah. we just decided at the beginning of this year, I went back and looked because I printed up some bulletins for our uh, ushers meeting today we have. We're meeting with every department in January this year. Uh, on every Sunday because what we have to do is big. Yeah. And we need everybody on point. Yeah. We don't need anybody dragging up in here this halfway. You don't live a champion life dragging around. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people don't understand that champion life sign. That means a pure dedication on your part. Yeah. Jesus got the victory and gave it to you. But really, it's amazing how many people don't enjoy it yeah. in the kingdom. I got born again and started looking around the church. I'm like, man, that one's always struggling. That one's happy some days, sad the next. That one over here's never, man, man, they're always looking sad. This one, everybody's different. Yeah. Everybody's getting a different heart. Yeah. And it's not up to the preacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Susan's scared. But today, I just really want to encourage you because literally my entire life since 1995 has been about reaching people. I've been evangelist at heart my whole life since I got saved. I was a thug or a heathen before that. Didn't even go to church, and I'm glad I didn't. Didn't want a religion. Don't, don't, God don't even want a religion. I speak in a case of beer every day in, in, uh, in 1995. I lost $70,000 on River Books in Louisiana. And, uh, and ever since then, it's always been my heart's push and desire to get out and go reach people. Yeah. Yeah. Never been excited about preaching a sermon. This is sermon number 6,000 something. It's on my tablet. It's over there. 
It's, I preach every day for the first four years of my salvation. Every day. Every day in high schools. All over North Louisiana. That's not the point. Having another great sermon. Another great sermon. Blah, blah, whatever. If it doesn't stir your heart, what God is doing in your life, in your community, in your Denton Boulevard, in your state, in your region, and he wants to use you. God knows you're here. He didn't invite you. I don't even know you. Amen. We got trucks, the Lord got us. We've been preaching them for 10 years. We got semis, we got trucks, we got box trucks, we got inflatables to go in the communities. We got all of the stuff we got. And God has answered every prayer. Yeah. We got an airplane this year. Yeah. Six years, six You can fly it if you want. It's not about us. It's about outreach. We've used it so far to go meet with four to five pastors in other states. North Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, and now we're uh, a pop club. We've got an outreach. All of this stuff, Warner Robins, we flew up there, those Warner Robins. And it's real cool to get there in 37 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Not a jet. Okay. No, it's not. It's a propeller. Okay, we have conclusion. I'm joking. But if you get up there, it's in that. You go about 200. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It has nothing to do. Nothing to do. With anything but reaching people. That's Amen. Nothing to do with anything but reaching people. Yeah. Since 95, I have not been, there's nights I could not just, I couldn't sleep, couldn't, I've been through these nights, and I know what the Lord's about to do. He's about to use people like you. Yeah. That's why I had Joe share today. I wanted Joe to share. That's the people right there. Yeah. I have been, my heart has been to reach people like Joe. Yeah. And to minister the word to him because watch this, he will choose the foolish things of this world to mess up his life. Come on! It looks like me and Joe, me and Joe, got uh, drunk all the time, woke up on side of the road, woke up in Texas, didn't know where I was at. Where you? I don't even know where I'm Texas. <laughs> How did I get here? Yeah. Yeah. And he can use you to reach your entire street. He can use you to be your part here. Yeah. reason I haven't been able to sleep lately, I believe, is just that there's an urgency and an importance for us to get this right. Yeah. Yeah. We need your testimony. Yeah. We need your heart. We need you to be able to stand up. We're going to have people standing up all kinds of Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. Five to ten minutes or twenty, whatever they'll get. Minute testimony. Yeah, I'm not shutting you down. Yeah. I mean, everybody's in a hurry to get out of church. You're in a hurry. Man, you're not going to fit in. <laughs> I mean, it won't hurt you. It's like, well, how long do you preach? That one is over. Yeah. Amen. That's right. Come on. That's right. Too, it's too important what God's doing. Yeah. And I just really is just have a stirring, yeah. stirring in my heart that everything He's done for us, and you don't know how enormous this is on me. Because so many people, I carried it away for a long time with just monthly budget. Yeah. 20,000 with church splits and people, you know, don't tie, don't give, depend on 20% of the people. A lot of people just tipping God. They're trying to keep a church running. 30,000 square foot building with people halfway praising, halfway serving, and halfway giving. Yeah. Yeah. That's a wave right there. But now the wave has kind of changed. We don't need you to give a dime. Come on. You give for you. Yeah, that's right. If you want to be a giver, you're going to be a great receiver. Yeah. 